heard of computer hackers so biohacking is hacking your biology it allows you to upgrade mental or physical operating systems and why would you do it it was built around the needs of our prehistoric ancestry the main objective survival so what are you upgrading Your mind has a plethora of default settings. These control your nervous system to keep you focused on a few critical things. Very important. Fear. Water and food. And sex. (laughs) So fear, that's like fight or flight. It relates to keeping you alive. Water and food, again, to keep you alive. Sex. Yes, we are hardwired to get ass because one day you die. And again, this is to keep the species alive. Nothing wrong with any of these things I mentioned, unless they control you. In today's timeline, we should be master over these hardwired behaviors. This does take some self-reflection and awareness. Don't be a slave to your vices or your bad habits. This could stop innovative behavior, creativity, or a better existence. So let's take control over all of these factors. And that is what biohacking can help us achieve. First and foremost, you probably know what I'm going to say. It's food. It's diet. Yes, you could biohack your system with food. It's fucking true. I have to say, the first thing I would attack here is things that cause inflammation. Things that cause inflammation in your body, your digestive system, and of course, a lot of people overlook this, inflammation in your brain. It's caused by seed oils, um, carbohydrates that are processed, dairy, of course, milk, cheese, all the other things that you might get, uh, cottage cheese, yogurt, all these things within a reasonable amount you could get away with. But people concentrating and leaning heavily on this for their dietary needs daily is what causes inflammation in the body, which eventually leads to all sorts of diseases. The worst, of course, in my opinion, is cancer and probably the most prevalent among diseases these days, but then there's heart disease, diabetes, so on and so forth. So a lot of this stuff, 
um, can be omitted from your diet and help you out. Another good thing you can do is fast. There's different forms of fasting. There's intermittent intermittent fasting, excuse me. Um, Then there is prolonged fasts where you go for 48, 72 hours. Hell, some people do weeks or months. I shouldn't say months. The most I've really ever heard of is somebody doing it for a month at the most. Because when you're fasting, you're generally not taking in any, any calories. Now, if you do an intermittent fast... That could be like 16 hours that you're not going to eat, then maybe eight hours that you do have a a window of eating. Um, You might decide to make the eating window only four hours per day. That's what a lot of people do with intermittent fasting. Now, the reason this is good is it allows your body to... Regenerate cellular activity. Since it's not processing food, digesting, I mean, because that draws on your energy resources. If it isn't having to do that, then it can concentrate on rebuilding cells, replenishing, healing, doing things in the body that can extend your lifespan, can make your skin look younger and more healthy can improve your cognitive function and cellular activity in the brain. Um, One of the best things you can do if you do get a diagnosis of cancer is intermittent fasting. And as long as you think you can keep your strength up, maybe some prolonged fasting, this cuts off nutrition to cancer cells and allows your other cells to attack the cancer cells and kill them off. Um, it's not something doctors promote at all, but every expert that I've looked at, listened to over the years that are doctors, it's just they're outside the norm. This is not the main kind of doctors that you will hear from. Like when you go to an oncologist or anything like that at your normal hospitals, it's, there's this default thinking that, oh, you just eat whatever you want, do radiation and chemotherapy and we'll beat it. Fuck that. That's bullshit. They'll say you can go eat burgers and ice cream and everything. It doesn't make a fucking difference. And I don't necessarily think it's because the doctors are pure evil. I don't see how anybody could be that ignorant, though, these days. But they're not taught that in medical school. They don't know anything about diet. So you'll have to look to uh, some smarter folks out there. Um, I can always be reached if there's any questions about that. And I can direct you towards some doctors that are excellent in this facet of fasting. So since we've covered fasting, dieting, um, clean water is another thing that is very important. Don't drink tap water. There is so much shit in tap water these days. Um, there's fluoride, there's chlorine, etc. I mean, you have to shower in it. You can't much avoid that. You can get, um, filters for your shower head and for your bathtub. So your water comes out clean that you even bathe in. Cause yes, you do even absorb the water and the chemicals that are in your shampoos and shit that you rub all over you during your showers and baths. So that's another thing you could look at doing. That's another biohack to clean up your lifestyle, but definitely get a water filter, get a water filter. Do not drink tap water. 
and watch bottle water because what do you get in bottle water? BPA. And that is a toxin that leaches out of the plastic. It is also in your Tupperware or any other plastic stuff you're using. This is only one of the major toxins that's in plastics that we know of that causes cancer and other medical maladies. So stay away from using um, the plastic bottle waters. Get your own water, filter it, or buy water that's in glass bottles if you can. And for filtering, reverse osmosis filtering is going to be your best bet for cleaning the water completely of all chemicals. Although reverse osmosis pulls everything out of the water, leaving it with nothing in it. So you will not get any minerals or sodium or anything like that that you would get from good clean water, spring water. Um, so you may have to put some minerals back into your water if you use a reverse osmosis filter. Keep that in mind. Okay. So this is the first part of biohacking. And think about it. If you start eating cleaner and drinking cleaner water, you can start seeing and feeling changes within a month or sooner. And what you're really thinking about here is this is going to be for the rest of your life. You're going to play the long game. The next two years, five years, ten years, you can slow aging. You can lose weight. You can reduce or eliminate inflammation. Then you live longer. Oh, yeah, and you feel better while you do it. That's a hell of a deal, huh? So consider this stuff. Uh, women, if you're fasting, um, it can affect your hormones, your monthly cycles. So take that into effect. If you're thinking about doing the fasting, you might want to stick with intermediate, intermittent fasting for women. And if you're definitely uh, pregnant or anything like that, don't do anything crazy with dieting because your youngster growing in your belly is going to need nutrition. So don't consider really doing fasting or anything like that. Just eat clean, give the baby some good nutrition and clean water. Okay, this is a kind of off topic, something just cool I want to throw in there in case you didn't know. 3D printing. Everybody knows we can 3D print stuff now. Did you know that biologically there is people printing organs and body parts now? It's freaking unreal. It's been happening for many, many years now, but the process is becoming more and more smooth to where... In the future, that's going to be the way they do it. I mean, if you lose a finger, an ear, a foot, uh, you need a new kidney, a new heart, a new lung, liver. They will take that organ of yours, genetic material from it, and print a exact duplicate of it. <laughs> it sounds freaking insane, but you can watch videos on this where they, it, the circulatory system, everything grows in it. They flush blood through it. They grow it in this little incubator and they can pull it out and insert it into your body. And since it's a genetic match for you, your body will not reject it. You do not have to go through any of that kind of therapy with drugs to make your body accept an organ from a different human being. Freaking insanely cool. So look up some of those videos if you want to see some just off-the-wall science fiction-looking crazy shit. It's real, and it's happening. I guarantee if you have the money right now, you can do that stuff. But most people won't have the money for it. So let's go over some other biohacks. 
This is one that a lot of people have heard about. HRT, hormone replacement therapy. There is lots of anti-aging and hormone replacement therapy doctors out there now that specialize in this specifically. And I'm talking like testosterone, thyroid, cortisol, HGH, progesterone, um, whatever kind of hormone you can possibly think of. If you think you are suffering from uh, maybe it's low libido, low energy, you feel like shit, you can't maintain any muscle anymore, you're getting fat really easy, you might want to go to one of these clinics and get your hormone levels checked. Especially you're getting 30s, 40s, definitely in your 50s and 60s. If you could get a little boost in certain hormones and get them back to the 20, 30-year age range when you're older, man or woman, get your hormones just right, then you're going to start having a more youthful appearance. You're going to feel more youthful. I highly would recommend it, uh, me being in my 40s. I do hormone replacement therapy. Um, get bioidentical testosterone and use that. Just a low dose, nothing crazy. You're not trying to be uh, Mr. Olympia. You're not going to take stupid, crazy dosages of anything. It's just going to be enough to get you back to a younger, more youthful level if your levels have dropped too low. So look into that. Definitely, I would recommend it. Next biohack, sleep. This is so damn important, and most people are overlooking this completely. Not just that you get six to eight hours, but the quality of the sleep. This is when your body detoxes. It drains tissues and cellular waste. Lots of good hormones are regulated. Um, You improve your cognitive ability. Your body and mind get in sync during this period. You go into dream state if you're in deep sleep, which is good. Um, your body files away memories for the day so that they're easier for recall later on. Your skin health um, and cell division is all regulated during sleep. So if you're not getting good sleep, six to eight hours, and you're not getting into any deep REM or deep delta sleep, then you're not getting what you should out of your sleep and you're aging faster because of it. So what are some ways we can fix this sleep conundrum, motherfucker? Well, let's talk about light. Bright light after sundown. No, you do not want it. And nowadays that seems impossible, doesn't it? Now they have blue blocker glasses now. Some people may have heard it. Lots of people talk about it. True Dark is a very good company you can get some blue blocker glasses from. What they do is they block the blue light out from the LED lights in your house, from your phone, from your television, from your computer, so that your body can get into the natural circadian rhythm and release melatonin and other hormones that it needs to to make you go to sleep at a decent time. <laughs> And go into your deep sleep, the deep delta sleep I was talking about. Okay, and then uh, here's another important thing. Eat very lightly or not at all before you go to bed. Two to three hours before you're in bed. Just consider it. 
Lots of people are snacking all the way till they're going to bed, which puts you in a digestion phase. Your body's working on digesting food. Blood is pumping through your digestive tract, working on breaking down, isolating nutrients, removing them, taking away the waste, sending it down the tube to the shithole. You don't want all that stuff going on while you're trying to lay down to go to sleep. That's got your body busy when it needs to be resting and repairing. So cut out eating shit before bed. Okay, and turn the temperature down. There's so many studies that show if it's cold, cool, whatever term you want to use in the house, you're going to sleep better. If you get hot or start sweating, you will wake up many, many times throughout the night. That is not what you want. You want to be very cold or cool, whichever word you prefer or however you prefer it in the house, but you don't want to be hot. There's also devices that can help you out with this stuff. Um, one of them's called the Uller. Something similar is called the Chili Pad. This is a little device you throw under your sheets and you can control the temperature isolated just for you. So if you have your wife or husband laying next, next to you, then they don't have to be under this tem- temperature regulation. Um, it's going to be able to set the temperature to dip down to whatever you decide is your lowest temperature during the night, and then you can warm it up in the morning. So it'll help you get out of bed. Um, I think this is a very cool tool, and lots of great biohackers that I know of, uh, Luke Story, Ben Greenfield, there's numerous ones that use this, and I would love to personally have one. I don't know what the price is, but what I just do is turn down the... AC to 65 degrees, 65, 64. That's about where I like it, where it's nice and chilly as cold. So I can snuggle up and get myself warm under a blanket and go to sleep. And it's cold. The house is cold. The only downside of that is the whole house is freaking cold. It would be nicer to have one of these Uller or chili pads so that I could get up off the, the pad and it's actually you know, decent in the house and I don't have to get a bunch of warm clothes on like it's wintertime. Has anybody ever talked to you about EMF signals from Wi-Fi? No? Well, you might have heard about it and you think it's woo-woo bullshit, but your phone and every device that receives Wi-Fi puts off EMF. The least you can do to give your body a break from this shit while you're sleeping is turn your phone on airplane mode or turn the Wi-Fi data off. Something. Something's got to give. I know people that have kill switches on their Wi-Fi. So at a certain time every night, the Wi-Fi box cuts off. That means they can set a timer for, say, it's 10 o'clock at night. The Wi-Fi cuts off and then it doesn't come back on till 5 or 6 in the morning. They set that timer. That's a cool way to do it where you don't have to screw with everything in the house. You just automatically cut the Wi-Fi and then therefore the EMF signals throughout the house are they're dead. Um, another great thing you can do is you can de-stress before you lay down for bed by doing a short meditation or a breathing exercise before you shut your eyes. You know, lay down in bed 
Find you one of these meditation apps. There's lots of meditation apps, breathing apps. In fact, XPT. Let me look it up real quick. Yep, here it is. I mean, it's just literally XPT. So, they have one, getting ready for bed. You can control so many things with your breathing. You can raise your heart rate, your um, sympathetic system in your body, or you can lower your heart rate and, and get the parasympathetic nervous system on board, which takes away anxiety, stress, and relaxes you. All this can be done by breathing the correct way. I did an episode about Wim Hof recently and the power of breathing. This XPT application has some methods like Wim Hof's, but it's got so many different ones. Traveling, plane meditation, apnea exploration, driving routine. I mean, some of these are like the driving one is 17 minutes. Exploratory. Pre-workout, breathing through anxious work or through anxious thoughts, post-workout recovery, midday relaxation, calming game time prep, morning routine, one for waking up. This is the app that I use. It's I can hack what I want for what time of day that I'm in. I can pull this up, do a five minute, 10 minute breathing routine and set the state that I want to be in. It's a hack. Just another great biohack. And this is all free. I'm the, they've got a premium portion to their um, service. But all these that I've named and the 20 others that I haven't are free on here. So check out the XPT app. Learn how to breathe right. All right. Now we need to talk about supplementation because supplements can be a big help for sleeping. Numero uno is melatonin. I wouldn't take it all the time, but if you're really struggling and you just need desperately to get some good sleep, take some melatonin, but you don't want to take it all the time, high dose, because if you do, you'll suppress your natural melatonin output. I would go more for some magnesium glycinate. Look for a company called Calm from Austin, Texas. They produce this magnesium glycinates in powder form. It's got GABA in it also. It will knock you out. And of course, that's another supplement, GABA. L-theanine, valerian root, lemon balm. One I'm going to talk about here in just a little bit, um, a, a side note on this one, is Phenobut is definitely one you don't want to take on a regular basis also because you can actually get addicted to it and have withdrawals. It's a supplement though. <laughs> it's a drug in other countries, but it's considered a supplement here in America. Um, you can take that on some nights where you really need to get some good deep sleep. You've been pushing yourself too hard, working too many hours, maybe once, twice a week. Since we're talking about supplements anyways, let's move away from sleeping and talk about supplements in general. Let's talk about some stimulants and energy, some adaptogen um, neurotropics, things like this that can help you biohack your energy so you can get up and at it without having to take maybe Adderall or <laughs> smoking cigarettes or some other kind of stimulant. 
Now, I'm not going to say that Adderall is evil in its right place if you take it occasionally, although that would probably be illegal because it's a prescribed medication. Um, it has a place. It's a stimulant, a very strong one that can improve your cognitive ability and make it very easy to get through some tough times that you need critical thinking, focus, attention, energy. So it has its place, but I'm not going to talk about that. Let's talk about things that are not necessarily um, methamphetamines. (laughs) Let's start with nootropics. Smart drugs, what they consider nootropics. One that's very cool, that's been around for a while, is an Onnit blend of different nootropics um, called Alpha Brain. This is the company that Joe Rogan is co-owner of with Aubrey Marcus out of Austin, Texas. I think I just mentioned Austin not too long ago. Another company, supplement company from there. There's a lot of cool shit in Austin. Anyways, Alpha Brain. It helps support your cognitive functioning, including your memory, your recall, your mental speed, your focus. It has phosphatidylserine, alpha-GPC. That's only two of them, but that's the notable nootropics that are in the product. Definitely think about that one. Um, If you want to single out some nootropics to look for, aniracetam, that raises cognition and it lowers your stress. can help with anxiety. Um, Phenylparacetam, that's going to give you more energy, stimulant-like, and higher cognition. So that's three good ones you can look at. Then, of course, there's the basic one. I think everybody knows about caffeine. Caffeine can be good. Caffeine can be evil. If you're living off cups of coffee and monster energy drinks every single day, eventually it doesn't have much use for you anymore because your body ends up getting completely used to it and you have no effect generated from using the substance anymore same thing can be said with nicotine people smoking cigarettes all the time eventually that gets to the point where you've got to have where you're smoking a pack every day and you get a little buzz and it's gone and you need it again so you gotta smoke another so everything your body can have an adaptive um response to so just keep that in mind Everything in moderation, folks. Um, Caffeine's good. I love caffeine. I probably have a little bit every single day, just about. I think uh, maybe on the weekends, I'd take a little break from it. But during the weekdays, got to have some. Maybe some coffee in the morning. Maybe a little caffeine drink before the gym. Um, And nicotine. This is one thing you should consider. I'm not saying go buy a pack of cigarettes. This is a great fucking nootropic biohacking secret. <laughs> you don't have to smoke cigarettes. You can buy nicotine gum. Nicotine is not going to give you cancer. Smoking cigarettes is what gives people cancer. It's the carcinogens from lighting that stick on fire and breathing in the fucking smoke and all the chemicals that they lace on those cigarettes, the chemical that the tobacco companies put in there to make it more addictive and so on and so forth. So nicotine gum, uh, they have trochies, lozenges, uh, you can buy a Nicorette gum at Walmart. It's actually a nootropic. It'll raise your cognition. It'll give you an energy boost. So it can be something in your biohacking drawer you pull out every once in a while if you need a little trick to get you a boost. Consider that. Um, 
Here's a good adaptogen, cordyceps mushroom. This one can be good for boosting your energy. I like taking cordyceps before I go have a workout. Um, it's an adaptogen in the sense that it causes your red blood cells to bond more with oxygen. So higher oxygen levels is going to raise your energy levels and it's going to, it's going to make you kick more ass at whatever you're doing. You're going to have better thinking, better energy. So that's a cool one. Cordyceps mushroom. Um, on it has a cool blend with cordyceps mushrooms too. The ones that make out al- alpha brain. There is one other biohacking pharmaceutical. I mentioned Adderall. Not a big fan of promoting that for you guys. Um, Modafinil. This is one that was created basically for the military. It's the one they call the limitless pill. Uh, Mostly it's uh, prescribed to people that have problems with uh, sleep apnea. They're narcoleptic. They're falling asleep during the day. It can make you laser focused, high brain cognition, but no stimulant effect like methamphetamines or Adderall will give you. So not addictive, none of that bad stuff. If you can get your doctor to prescribe you some of them, you could just keep it in your drawer for a special occasion. If you need it every once in a while, modafinil, modafinil. Okay. Let's move on to some more cool ones. I mentioned Finibut earlier when we were talking about sleep. So let's go over what Finibut can be used for. It's a great method for treating anxiety, PTSD, alcohol withdrawal, benzodiazepam withdrawal. It was first developed in Russia in the 60s as a pharmaceutical. It is legal, as I said in the United States of America as a supplement and some other countries too. I'm not sure exactly which ones. I didn't look up all the countries that it's legal in, Um, but it is considered a pharmaceutical in Russia and a couple of other countries. If you're listening to this from another English speaking country, you'll have to check out and see if it's legal. And if it is, it's another great one to have in the drawer. Um, You can get a very similar effect to drinking with this. Like literally a a drunken feeling without the falling over. I'm a dumbass, stupid, and saying a lot of stupid shit. Just the euphoria, the feel-good part of the alcohol um, from taking Finibut at the correct dosage. Now, you don't want to take it more than twice a week. And although it gives you that feeling of euphoria and you feel good doing it, don't be tempted to take it more than twice a week. I've done it. You'll end up having withdrawals. When I first tried this crap, I didn't read up enough on it. And I took it for a couple weeks here and there, just a little bit every day. Because it felt so fucking cool, so awesome to feel so good. And then when I stopped taking it, I was like shaky. Felt nervous, anxious, really shitty. Heart rate increase. Horrible feeling. Don't do it. You can literally have withdrawals from a fucking supplement here in America. Yes. But if you're responsible and you appropriately use the stuff, it can be fun. Um, It can, like I said, reduce social anxiety if you're going out or just for fun. If you want to have a nice euphoric feeling and chill out. Or if you just want to get a good deep night's sleep. Almost like GHB or something would give you. (laughs) 
It takes an hour or two for this stuff to start working. So do not start taking more pills because you don't feel anything the first hour. Wait. It literally can take as long as two hours. And then it lasts for six to eight hours. So if you start dosing up again before that window of an hour or two and it kicks in full force, you might take way too much. And well, all I can say is going to happen to you is it'll knock you out cold. And if that's not your mission is to go to sleep, then you wasted all that thin in your time, effort and energy money. So don't be a dumbass with that tool. Use it wisely. Okay, here's a very important one to me. Kratom or Kratom. I've heard it pronounced two different ways. K-R-A-T-O-M. Kratom, Kratom, whatever you want to fucking call it. It's amazing. It connects with the opioid receptors in your brain and your body. Much like all the opioids that are being pushed by doctors and everybody's getting addicted to these days. The great thing about Kratom, Kratom, is it's not addictive. And I've heard other people say it is. Fuck them. I've taken it for years. I can take it for a week. I can take it for two weeks. And I can take a day, two off, take a whole week off. I don't ever have withdrawals from it. I have chronic pain. I've had psoriasis for many years, which I got under control with my diet, so I'm not leaning on pharmaceuticals so much. And then I have uh, psoriatic arthritis. So I have inflammation in my joints, and I've got a couple of horrible injuries, which if you listen to some of my episodes, I mentioned one of them, the tear of my calf muscle, the ligament going down into my ankle. Never have been to a doctor for it. Um, got a bad knee, bad back. This stuff is awesome for chronic pain. It can give you a euphoric feeling in, in high doses, which is cool too. Um, there's different strains, and they all have kind of different effects. They all can help with pain, but to varying degrees. Some of them give you more energy, while some of them can be more relaxing. With the uh, pain-reducing effect, it, always present. promise you in every strain. Tried many different ones. My favorite one is Mangda. M-A-E-N-G-D-A. Mangda. Lots of it comes from Thailand and so forth. So I'm sure that's where it comes up with some cool names. Bali, Indo, whatever. Be weary of the 10X and 20X strength. If you see any that are isolates like this that means they took the active alkaloid and they made it stronger they isolated it down to make it like what drug companies do they find the active alkaloid in a substance like say a coca leaf to make cocaine a poppy plant they isolate the opiate in it and they come up with vicodin so the, there's some people actually out there doing that with this shit making 10x 20x strength um isolate of the alkaloid out of Kratom and it's just like a freaking painkiller. So be very careful if you go buy one of these. If you're doing it one time just for the fun of it or because you're in a whole lot of fucking pain, cool, but don't, they're going to be real expensive anyways. Don't do it on a regular basis. Just keep in mind, this is the way that actual pharmaceutical drugs are made. They isolate a certain ingredient and then they take it and make that pharmaceutical drug out of it. So, 
You don't want to get addicted to this. Don't give Kratom or Kratom a bad name. Just stick with the regular plant extracts if you need it for pain. And it will work wonders for you. Okay, let's cover peptides. Peptides are formations of amino acid sequences, proteins, 20 or less in a sequence. And uh, they're natural, naturally occurring in your body, just like taking hormones. Um, Most peptides, of course, are going to have to be injected with an insulin syringe. Some are oral, but most of them will be injectable. You can find places to order them off the internet, but that's risky. You don't know how the quality is going to turn out, especially for an injectable. That's very risky. So you can always go see one of these hormone therapists, uh, anti-aging doctors, and they can prescribe you peptides. Um, Let's go over some that have some great effects. Oxytocin. Anybody heard of that one? It's released when you're near somebody, when you're touching, when you're feeling. It's released after sexual intercourse. Yum, yum. So oxytocin is a hormone that's released when you're, in general, close to another human being, period. It's a safety, security, anti-anxiety, feel-good type hormone. Um, So if you take it, you can lower anxiety. Since it's the feel-good trust hormone, it enhances any touch or any sex you might have. You can use it just for that. Uh, It can reduce edginess. uh, Any kind of generalized anger, somebody that has problems with that. So your body does release this in small amounts naturally. Um, But you can enhance certain effects in your life if you want to have, like I said, less anxiety or you want to enhance some sex that you're having or just generally feel better, lower your anger, edginess. Um, Just do not ever take this before you enter a negotiation. Like don't go to buy a brand new car and take oxytocin because you're going to be more gullible and overly trusting. So don't use it for anything of that nature. Okay, next, BPC-157, and I'm going to go ahead and talk about another one, TB-500. They're both very similar. These are anti-inflammatory peptides. You can use them locally, like say if you have a tennis elbow or you got bad knees. You can use it locally, subcutaneous or intermuscular. It's best to use as close to the injury as you possibly can. It can actually heal injuries in tendons, ligaments, and muscles. I've had personal experience healing one of my knees with it. Um, So I know it works. It's absolutely mind-blowing because it's something that I had an issue with for couple years where it got my knee got so bad I could not do squats anymore taking the BPC 157 allowed me to get back underneath the bar and actually start doing squats again so I call it freaking miracle Um, it also heals gut lining and intestinal issues so if you have any problems like that you can actually get it in oral form and it can be taken too the TB 500 cannot but the BPC 157 can both of those great for healing injuries and reducing inflammation Um, next is DSIP deep sleep inducing peptide. It's great, great for increasing your sleep, but also deepening 
the sleep into the delta range so that you can sleep better, deeper, and longer. Um, there's lots of other benefits to it as well, but this is one of those that should have, I probably could have thrown in during the sleep biohacks that I was talking about, but Hey, it's a peptide. So I'm going over it with the peptides right now. There you go. Like it or not. That's how you're fucking going to get it. <laughs> All right. Next C max. This one is kind of like a neurotropic that helps your brain. It upregulates BDNF, the brain-derived neurotrophic factor, so it makes connectivity in your brain synapses better and easier to access. So that means if you're trying to think, recall anything from memory, um, you need to have good dialogue. Um, I probably could have used it for this episode. It, it also increases your learning capacity and neurogenesis. Neurogenesis is actually cellular growth inside the brain, which many years ago they thought was not possible. Now we know it is your brain cells do not have to just die off. You can actually grow new brain cells and nerve pathways within the brain. And this assists with it. I have used this. This is fantastic. It definitely makes your brain sharp, gets you on point. Definitely a limitless feeling kind of feeling that you get from this. And it's just subcutaneous, shoot it underneath the skin. It makes its way to the brain and does its work. Um, it also decreases feelings of stress and anxiety. kind of has that oxytocin effect, but it's not going to make you a gullible loon if you go out and you have to do some negotiations or anything of that nature. So very cool. And C-Max, and that's spelled with an S, S-E-M-A-X. All right, so there's some cool peptides for you guys to play with. Check out. Okay, on to the next biohacking. Let's talk about cryo and ice baths. This was definitely mentioned during the Wim Hof superhuman episode. Um, the benefits were all listed there. Kind of generally go over that with you. One of the main things about ice baths, cryo, and on the opposite end, saunas, is you have cold shock proteins and heat shock proteins that are released from the different things that you're doing here. And all of these proteins that are released do healing things inside the body. They all generally lower inflammation. And one very cool thing to think about is all of your vascularity has muscles inside of it that can open, dilate, and contract. And uh, that is muscles that need a workout. You don't just need to work out your biceps or your glute muscles all the time. <laughs> so think about your vascular musculature. There's ways to work it out. When you get into the cold, it contracts your blood vessels. That's a workout for it. It's going to contract them very tight, especially on the peripheral, out on the outer edges of your body, like your hands and your, your feet, um, to protect you from freezing to death. And it's going to push all your blood into your major organs and your brain. And then, of course, when you come out, the blood vessels dilate back wide open and release all this oxygen-rich blood and nutrients, cold shock proteins. So cryo and ice baths are freaking awesome. Um, two to five minutes. Of course, cryo, there's not any place going to let you do it more than three minutes because of the temperature it goes down to. Um, ten minute max if you're getting an ice bath. Um, it's great for performance before you work out. 
If you're going to do it after a workout, you don't want to blunt the hormetic response, the inflammation response of the workout. So wait at least an hour or more after a workout so you don't kill too much of the inflammation because you need that. It's a growth signal from your workout. Um, sauna. Saunas are freaking awesome. On the opposite end of the spectrum, instead of contracting the blood vessels, this dilates and opens and expands the blood vessels to their full diameter. So blood is racing everywhere throughout your body when you're inside of a sauna. You're going to sweat profusely. The benefits of that is detox. Even heavy metals you can get out from sweating inside of a sauna. And it is hard to get heavy metals out of your system if you have an issue with that which most people don't even know if they have heavy metal toxicity. Lots of people do, though. Could be from fillings in your mouth. Could be from uh, anything. I mean, there's there's lots of different ways to get heavy metals in you. Anyways, that's just one of the benefits. It's increased, It will increase your circulation, your metabolism, reduce your pain and inflammation, improve relaxation, improve your immune system, your sleep will be better. It rejuvenates your skin and gives you a mood boost. Uh, the mood boost is also included in the ice bath and the cryo. They do that just as well. So there's so many good things about using a sauna and an ice bath. It's like it's it's one of those things where find a way to include one of these in your daily activities. Or at least if you can't do it daily, try and get it in a couple of days out of the week. You know, I would try and three, four days a week, try and get something like this in if you can. It's a great biohack, great for improving your health. And say you don't have saunas, cryos, ice baths, everybody has got a shower. You can take a cold shower. I know it hurts. It's painful. Nobody wants to do it. But you'll build mental toughness as well by standing in that cold water for two minutes. Try it. Build mental toughness and receive all the health benefits as well. <laughs> Here's a cool one, a uh, mini trampoline. Anybody seen these little mini rebounder, mini trampolines? They look like they're for little kids. Well, they have them for adults, and there's lots of iconic people I know that use these. Um, the benefits of bouncing on one of these is you move your lymph. That's the sewage system for your body. You can move lymph and blood flow. And the G-forces are two to three times normal on one of these rebounders jumping up and down. So it's great cardio. It strengthens your muscles. You can burn fat if you do it for an extended time period as a cardio workout. You improve your balance. You, of course, increase your bone density. Jumping up and down is like resistance on your body, the impact. So it'll increase that bone density, which is definitely good if you're getting older. If you're younger, not such a big deal. Um, stress relief. Um, and as I said, there's lots of people that I know that use this. Some big names. Uh, one of the guys that I know that uses this, you may know, Tony Robbins. He uses this before he gets on stage. It warms him up. It gets his energy and his vibe at the top level that he can get it before he goes running out on stage and starts yelling and screaming at people. <laughs> and it, uh, he also uses it a lot in the morning time as well as doing uh, either cryo or ice bath. Um, Luke Story. Ben Greenfield, Dave Asprey, they all use these things too. Ice baths, saunas, rebounder, mini trampolines. 
check them out. Oh, one thing I didn't mention on supplements. One of the most important supplements that you can get and use is collagen protein. Wrinkles that you get when you get older are the result of collagen loss or breakdown. Collagen is also in your hair. It's in your nails. It's in your connective tissue, tendons, ligaments. You're better at a cellular level um, taking this in than like using collagen creams like lots of women use. So take it in some form of a powder, a drink, five to 10 grams, high quality collagen a day is suggested for everybody to reduce the wrinkles, raise the hydration, hydration and elasticity of the skin, um, improve your tendons, your ligaments. It's just one of the most important proteins you can get in. So I would definitely recommend find you a good collagen protein source to take in daily, especially as as you age, you want to maintain your youthful, glowing, radiant appearance to the world and not look like a decrepit old fucking witch. So you better take collagen or everybody's going to be fucking scared of you. Not really, but just that way it'll stick in your head better. You'll remember that because I, I painted a pretty picture of a evil, wicked witch that's coming to bite your dick off. So that's biohacks, man. That's just some of them. There's so many more. Biohacks are endless. I could sit here and I could talk to no ends about all the biohacks that are out in this world that you can use. There's so many ways you can hack your biology and make yourself better. And don't think this is the end of it. This is one episode. I'm sure I'll find some other specific biohacks that I want to bring to you at another time. But for right now, that is a slew of different biohacks that you can use for everything from getting up and going to laying down and going to sleep to improving your health to killing pain to increasing your brain power. Well, I mean, fucking what else do you want from me, man? I mean, I'm giving you everything. I'm giving it all to you. Take it. Use it. Be a better person. Be a superhuman. You can do it. It's easy. When you have a guide like I just gave you. So, everyone out there, you stay safe. Love you all. Thank you for showing up for another episode. I will be back with you shortly um, with one of my shorter episodes. This one is... uh, longer we're getting near the hour range with this so i'll hit you with a shorter one um in between and then come back with you the next following week with another long range episode so till then take care everybody see you on the next one out out